Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, honky tonk. Hold your horses, Andy. Please, what? please. Arete, as the French would say, that was a, a sigh plus a gulp. Yeah, the gulp. The gulp was involuntary. The sigh. Uh, it was a new one. I'm trying out. It's super concentrated and it's high intensity. Um, you know them little bottles of Robinson squash you get that are just big enough to put in your bag. Yeah, and they're super concentrated. Yeah, it's like one of them or the small. Um, deodorant aerosols they do now that are half the size but they reckon they last twice as long so you've taken the same technology on board have you I have yeah Yeah, but well uh, how much did you pay for that knowledge uh, I got it I downloaded it from the internet Well, I'll have, a guru in America well I'll have to tell you your guru's shite because it hadn't, didn't bother me at all well, it's not supposed to bother you it's supposed to make me yeah. feel better all oh, right, yeah, I believe you. It, all it remind, all it did was remind me that you're a buffoon, like a kind of toddo character. There you go again. Didn't bother me. You're like, you're like, as Alan Brazil would say, you're a numpty, a cue, <laughs> you're a flute. <laughs> uh, very uh, good. I'll tell you what, I'll I'll assess its power, brief as it was. Right, for me, it did have enough power to blow a beach ball out of a gutter. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And that is to your credit, Andrew. I'd agree. Thank you. But not enough to uh, disperse a gang of angry mice that were maybe gathering um, in your right. area. So there you go. What would anger a mouse? What would uh, lack of I wonder. Che- lack of cheese. <laughs> Death of good pal at the hands of cat. That kind of thing. Speaking of deodorant, can you yeah. spell deodorant? Yeah. Really? Mm. Go on then. Oh, I thought it was a memory man kind of thing where I just no, said, No, yeah. no, no. D-E-O-D-E-O-R-D-A-N-T. Nowhere near. Useless. No, it didn't feel very near, as I said it, to be honest with you. No, I, I just admit that I can't. I wouldn't try and style it out <laughs> like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking try and bluff my way through it. Not a word like that. Hey, choice of name for you this week. Go on, F- then. First off, I was wondering if you'd like to be called Henry Ree. He's a famous American Chinese pathologist. You know him? My name is Henry Ree. <laughs> I could t- I'm not familiar with him, but oh. I like I like the sound of him. Charlie Buttons. I thought that was a good name. For you. It sounds like a little podgy posh bloke. So I thought you might like pretend yeah. because you're podgy, and I thought you might like yeah. to pretend to be posh. It's a bit of a leap, but yeah. Okay, sausages and laughter. Because that's what I always see when I think of you, Andy. Yeah. Sa- sausages and laughter. I've got to go with that one. Fair enough. All right, sausages and laughter. Thanks, Hunky Tug. Right, can I um, establish your credentials? Oh, yeah, if you must. Because I haven't done that for a few weeks. And, yes, uh, You know, standards must be kept up. Oh. I'm okay. going to go films. I'm going to go films this week. All right, well, forewarned right. before I am. I saw Celluloid, I'd- the movies... The silver screen. Is there any um, like the pictures? Any 
The flicks. Don't tell me, Andy. Is there any dates involved? Here? Is it cinema, American, European cinema? What is I'm it? Not, no, no. It's 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 post-war. Okay, I know everything there is to know about post-war cinema. Ah, well, we'll see. Memory Man. Yep. Do you remember the name of the actor who played the role of Swinburne in Bedknobs and Broomsticks? Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Swinburne. A little stuck on the crack pipe there while you think about that. Yes, yes, I do. Oh! Not bad, Andy, eh? That's pretty good. I wasn't expecting that. I thought I'd you there. Yeah, well, you didn't have me. Have you ever been to New York, Andy? Terrific town. Tremendous I've town. I've not. No, I've never been to New York. It's in the northeast of a kind of, of America. So, in a way, it's very much like the Sunderland of that country. Do you know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. They, they've got like Saks Fifth Avenue for shopping. Yeah. You've got, right. the, you've got the Big Asda. Yeah. They've got, they've got the Guggenheim Museum. And you've got yeah. that, that lovely mural of Bob Storko in the foyer at the Leisure Centre. Yeah. They've got something called the Brooklyn Bridge. And that's a bit like the walkway over the dual carriageway to get to the council dump, you know? Right. Also, I mean, shit, they've got some of the finest restaurants in the world. And up in Sunderland, you've got that run at the retail part, you know, of KFC, Greg's, Subway, McDonald's, and um, SFC, Sunderland Fried Chicken, haven't you? Yeah. So, Andy, basically, you live in New York, you know what I mean? Do you know what? There's actually a place near here called New York. Is there? It's North Tyneside. So you've got yeah. New York, New York then? We've actually got New York nearby, yeah. Well, so up yours. I just thought it would cheer you up to think that you live like in an incredible, tremendous... Well, I think you, I think you were taking the piss. Hey, I don't as know. per usual. <laughs> do you, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember I met the Spurs players at the Riverside the other week? You did, yeah. 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 Well, there's been a further a bit of comeback. Oh, dear. I've got myself into a bit of trouble there, right? Oh, dear. Tell us more. Well, I went to a charity do in London. because with it being London, it was to raise money to serve a daft building, you know what I mean? That's been turned into a, like a newer, dafter building sort of thing. Right, yeah. So all of London's... Is it Glitterati? Glitterati? I be, yeah. They were all there. Shane Ritchie, Liz Cundy, Bruno Taglioni... <laughs> Um, Len Boardman, Fleur West, you know, the singer. No. Um, what? I've never heard of Fleur West. you never heard of Fleur West? No. The singer off, off the... Oh, sorry, it's Fleur East, isn't it? <laughs> no, sorry. No, it's just a genuine mistake. It's Fleur East. Um, Natalie Cassidy, Alex Reid, you know, who's a quality do and lots of footballers. cross-dressing quality. fighter. Yeah, yeah, the one who used to live in Jordan. The... the um, <laughs> All that sort of crowd are there, so it's a proper do, proper sit down for dinner thing. So obviously it was lamb shanks for most of the courses, but um, the time came where I needed to go to the go to the toilet. Of course, I walk in there; it's empty apart from Harry Kane and Eric Dyer, the Tottenham Ooh. players. Like I'm being Debbie Ali. No, that, that, like, like, I'm being ambushed. I could, I could t- sense her waiting for me. They're wearing tight black polo necks, tight black trousers, black gloves, big white pendants, you know, like pendants around the neck. Right. In the shape of, like, hearts. And it yeah. says, straight away, Harry says, we've been waiting for you, Baldy, <laughs> says Harry. You've made a big mistake coming here. 
You gave away the name of our secret club last week, and we are furious, to say the least. It's so think, Ooh, whoops. Big mistake here. Eric Dyer chirps in. Yes, we had to change our secret club name, which is very inconvenient. Key rings, membership cards, club wallets. The list just goes bloody on and on. <laughs> But you will, you will never guess the new name unless you have special skills like Darren Brown or Ali Bongo, and we doubt that you do have very much that you have those skills. So I, I shouldn't have really. I said, "All right, is it the White Hearts?" You know, kind oh. of the, right at that moment, Debbie Ali bangs his way out of one of the cubicles. Right? Oh fucking hell! <laughs> says Debbie. He knows the secret name. Did one of you tell him? So Harry says, says uh, no, it turns out he's got special powers like Diamond Brown. What rotten luck for us. And we should, what rotten luck for us that we even met an old bloke with such power. Look, I said, look, I'm, I, they look really sad. So I said, look, honestly, secret is safe with me. I'm not interested in, in your club. You know, like, honestly, what, what do you get up to? And Eric said, don't answer him. It's a trap. He is fishing for an exclusive story on our club. <laughs> and uh, Debbie chips in a really cocky like yeah that means true with me so he can tell everyone how we draw pictures of cars and swap YouTube clips of tip models <laughs> oh fucking hell Debbie says Harry Kane now he knows everything you have given him the ammunition to bring this club to its bloody knees <laughs> <laughs> Debbie because he's being told off by Harry storms out the toilets yeah so I asked Schism. him yeah, so I said, well, what, what, you've obviously ambushed me. What did you in, intend to do with me? And that's Harry says, we were going to give you a right telling off. Eric says, we even discussed splashing you with water that's not fresh. <laughs> uh, but then, and it's technically right, Harry says, but we can't do anything now because we're not quarrelled. See, this one of them, because Debbie's gone. Ah, uh, right. See what I mean? Bang, another cubicle opens. Out comes Toby Aldervide, yeah? And yeah. Vans, Vans Vertonghen in the green suits with Robin Hood hats on. The Yordle gang. Well, listen on. Oh! <laughs> um, Toby starts slowly clapping his hands, right? Bravo! Bravo, Mr Robert Mortimer. You are most efficient. Yes, says Vans. And you have saved us the job of discovering the name of these full secret club. They will have to get new branding. Yeah. Yes, that means new key rings, mugs, membership cards, the whole caboodle. Uh, anyway, so they say, come on, we're getting out of here. There's like a bad smell in here. That was Ari says, come on, we're going. There's this bad smell in here. So that will just be the shit I've had, says David Seaman, who was just leaving the toilets. <laughs> so I'm left with Toby and Vans. You will never discover the name of our secret club unless you have a machine like the one that broke the Enigma code or equivalent technology. <laughs> I said, is it the Merry Men? Because, you know, they've got the... That's on. Robin Hood hat. Ha 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 ha. No. I said, is it the Hood Club? Ha ha ha. No, you weak sausage. I said, oh, well, is it the Sherwood Club? Fucking hell. Toby's lips begin to quiver. 
Vans comes over to me, starts like patting, patting me down. Where's your machine? Where is it? Who are you working for? Is it CEO Walcott's gang? Tell me or we will throw a damp hand towel at you. So I thought I'd be a bit naughty. I said, oh, please, please don't do that, Vans. I beg of you. Yes, I admit it. I'm working for Theo's gang. We knew it. We knew it. Come on, Toby. We will have to tell Harry about this. We need to join forces and take on Theo as a powerful unit. I know this has gone on a bit, but they've gone. And I was just thinking, really, I've done a potentially uh, good thing. I brought together the two rival factions for Team Harmony. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, I've like up the ante, increased that rivalry with the, the Arsenal. So... That's not a nice little tale, really, isn't it? It's great news for Spurs fans. Are, are you um, are you actually working for Theo Walcott's gang? I'm not saying nothing. Maybe no, I am. You wouldn't, though, would you? You wouldn't see if you were. Andy, do you think that story was... I just wondered. Do you think it was a bit like Inglorious Bastards? Um, what, went on too long? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Can I just be scouts for a minute? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. Oh, cool. <clears throat> okay, oh, I didn't know go. Go- I didn't know Gollum was a, a Liverpoolian, but there you go. Thanks for that. Was that too was that not scouse enough? Which just sounded like some sort of like some sort of amphibious creature, but up to you, Andy. Alright, you know. hey, that gorilla yesterday. Did you say that? Yeah, Did I heard about that, yeah. Do you reckon there's a convincing argument for letting it just go about its business and saying what happened? Well, it's what we or do all... you think they were right to tranquilise it and catch it? Oh, we all fucking wanted it to be running free, didn't we? It's yeah, we... not just within the confines of the zoo, I mean within the confines of London. Brilliant, yeah, getting on a bus, Yeah, going into Costa. Who's to say that it would run wild and savage people? You know, give it the opportunity, perhaps it would put a raincoat on and a hat and become a commuter. <laughs> fit in assimilate itself we'll never know maybe it was an act of God I don't know yeah it's interesting Andy. I'd have loved to have seen it in a Macintosh yeah in the Trilby good um, what do you like to ask me anything Andy I feel quite open today you know what I mean I've got yeah I've got some questions for you but I didn't give them a lot of thought to be quite honest okay I don't bad. here we go um, these are just for you um, Bob yeah. what have you got on your mantelpiece um, I've got a load of awards that I've received right. mainly for sports and for dancing. So, right. like athletics awards, dancing awards, they're all figures replicating the awards. So, it's tennis, athletics, javelin, that sort of thing. Not so many awards for comedy, but. No, no, obviously. obviously. How have you got the awards arranged? Are they in order of height or in order of achievement? or? I, I've got the tallest in the middle and then it goes down it so I don't know what you sort of like to a pyramid sort of thing right do you hang your hat on the tallest one in the middle no, no I haven't got a um, a hat that's a surprise because <laughs> you'd probably want to keep the wind off that bald head haha uh-huh. the, 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 um, the I've got photographs in between um, the awards usually the, the ones with me with celebrities like with um, Pelé Muhammad Ali um <laughs> Noel Fielding, that kind of thing, you know what, what I mean? ones that you've doctored yourself and had knocked up on Photoshop? No, actual photos of me. But I've enjoyed that question, thank you. My mantelpiece is marble. Is it? Yeah. Okay, second one. Bob, have you got a separate shower cubicle or have you got one shower that's part of the bath? Do you mean like where you stand in the bath and there's a curtain around it? Yeah. 
Oh, I haven't fucking got that. I don't live in a trust house 40. And, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I You've pre- got a separate shower cubicle, have you? I've, I've got what I think they call a shower shower room or a wet room or something. Oh, you've got a wet room? Like they're having disabled rooms in hotels? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. But how lovely are those, Andy? Have you got like a red cord as well that you can pull when you fall down? I've seen you fucking waddle into the disabled bogs when we've been out and about because of the comfort. <laughs> yeah, I've got, you know, like light grey, no, dark grey, big tiles and it's yeah and like you can walk around and it's a big shower and so it's a good right. ex- good experience yeah what why, why would you want to walk around in the shower <laughs> what, what purpose would that serve well you could look at something different couldn't you you get a different vista i'll tell you what the bath in my room is in my bathroom is made of, of solid stone yeah and we had to have right. the, we had to have the windows taken out of the bathroom and have it craned into my room at, at no point in that proceeding did you think to yourself, this is a bit fucking daft. <laughs> yeah, I... Because I, I would. Do you know what? I had to have the fucking floor reinforced as well, so I'd have... Yeah, uh, what just, pull just out for a bath. Just for a bath, yeah. I mean, you can get a bath being q for like 90 quid, can't you? Probably, yeah. Perfectly good bath. Yeah. But you, you had your roof took off. <laughs> I never said me, I never said me roof. I had the window taken out. And do you mm. know, and mind you, Andy, I never have a shower, never... What a waste of time that was, then, eh? Yeah, because the thermostat's bust on it, so it's fucking hot. Um, and, of I, course, you don't fix things, and you don't get anybody in, you just leave it to rot, don't you? Nobody can fix that. There's no pipes, there's nothing to, to There's nothing to look at. There's no way... Well, it all, you've had it all concreted into the wall, so you can't get at it. You can't it. get it. So if I try and get it repaired, doubtless me fucking window will have to come out again or some such shite. So, no, I don't use it. But, you know, women can take higher temperatures. The wife uses it every day, the shower. Right. I use the bath. Women can take higher temperatures. We'll try and come back to that another week, I think. <laughs> um, third question for you. Um, are you on first name terms with your postman? No, but he does come and tell me um, uh, uh, a mucky joke every time if I answer the door. He has always got a joke prepared for me because I'm has a comedian. He? Yeah, but I should know his name. That's rude of me, that. He looks like... I co- should ask him next time. I'll ask him next time, and I'll tell you what. I'll tell him, can I have a joke that I'm going to use on yeah. the... Um, so I'll, I'll try and ask him to do a non-racist one and what have well, you. One, one step further, could you record him seeing it into your phone and then we could have him on the podcast? Yeah, I'll give it a go if he don't mind. Actually, That'd that's be a, nice. That's a very good idea. It's a very okay. good idea. Um, have you seen Corbin recently? Because you haven't seemed to mention him or am I wrong? Have you not seen him? I've, yeah, I've just been uh, a few days ago. I was at a, a private rally that he had. Ooh, private. After, you know, after he was re-elected. Yeah. As Labour leader, he had a private rally for some of his core supporters, as he calls them. Um, you know, he came on, did a bit of a speech, and then the karaoke started. Ah, right. Um, he did He did simply the best, and uh, I will survive. You know, man, I feel like a woman. Yeah. You know, all the standards. Nice choice. Uh, I, I got up and I did This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us, you know, Sparks. Sparks song, yeah. I did that one, because I can get very high. <laughs> Go on then, do it now. The story begins up for the both of us. Do 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 do. That's See, you doubted us there, didn't you? I you did didn't think you. I could do it, <laughs> Dick. Anyway, um, so I go around the back afterwards yeah. for a smoke, and uh, he comes out with a towel around his neck. Yeah, I think one of his one of his you know servants had given him that, like Elvis. 
and he's drinking a can of. Uh, do you remember Quattro? Quattro, no, I don't Quattro. know that. It was it was a, a fruity sort of barely palatable <laughs> soft drink from about 1984, which ironically them. was Labour's previous worst ever period. Okay, as a party, so he's drinking a can of Quattro. So I says, "Hey, where'd you get that from?" He says, "Mind your own business, laddie." Oh, all right then. He says, "Seen you? Why? Seen you up on the stage, yeah. my stage, the winner's stage." Fuck. A bit freaky. I says, "Yeah, that was me. You know, karaoke, free for all. You know, put me name down. The song I wanted to do, got up and did it." He says. Uh, Think you're the Velvet Fog, don't you? <laughs> says you what? He says it was a Mel Torme reference. Get over yourself. <laughs> uh, right. So I don't know if I forgot to mention this. I had the red body stocking on again. All oh, right, fair enough. And he says, uh, "Very fetching costume there." So oh, thanks very much. Yeah, you know, just showing me support there. The bright red labour. Uh, he says. Must be quite tricky for when it comes to Chadwick time. You probably don't even know what a Chadwick is, do you, sunshine? I do, actually. Yeah, I do. I do. It's, you know, it's the last piss of the night. Yeah. Before you go to sleep. She says, oh, are you familiar with the Chadwicks? Do you measure your Chadwicks? And I mean, I do. You know, me and you yeah. have in the past, haven't we? Yeah. So I say, yeah, of course I do, yeah. She says, oh. Could be a place in the shadow cabinet for you here. What's your best? What's your best, Chadwick? And um, my best one is... It's 13 and a half grams. Oh, you've done it in grams. Right. All right. Oh, you do it in, like, litres. Fluid ounces, I used to do measure... I I thought we'd established that you weigh yourself pre-Chadwick, then you weigh yourself post-Chadwick, and you deduct the two weights. Well, I felt it doesn't seem like a very big Chadwick, Andy, to be honest with you. 13 grams. It's... I am as God made me. All right, fair enough. Anyway, so, so I says 13 and a half grams. He says, you fucking amateur. I've known babies with heavier Chadwicks than that babies. Ask me my best one. Go on, ask me my best Chadwick. I'm getting a bit scary at this time, this yeah. point. So I says... Um, What's your best Chadwick, Mr. Corbin? 19 grams. Mm. 19 grams. That's, that's, you know, how? How? I can only do 13 and a half. Tell me. I want to learn. He says, did you vote for me in the leadership election then? I says, well, I didn't actually, because I've got a thing for underdogs. You know, I knew you were going to win. He says, ah, well, you'll never know then, laddie. You'll never know. Mm. So then John McDonald turns up. Yeah. In his 1982 larder. Yeah. And I think he'd had the exhaust sawn off or something, so making a lot of a noise. Corbin jumps in and off they go. Off the fuck off, yeah. And I look at the ground. I look down at the ground and there's a pool of liquid where he's been standing. Really? Yeah. Steaming? I mean, what are you saying? Chadwick, wasn't it? Oh, he'd left you. Dropped a Chad. He'd let, he'd let one out. Dropped a Chadwick in your presence. Act of aggression, that. Mm. So there we go. I don't know where we go from there. Well, I'm looking at the Lib Dems. I'm thinking about getting on board with Tim Farron because he seems like a nice fella. Yeah. But you know, I'll keep you posted. 
Interesting, Andy. Sinister, quite a sinister fella, but you know, I know you like him, but. Oh, I think he's brilliant. Yeah. You know, he's not for everyone. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot's happened, Andy. I should. A lot has happened with Steve McLaren, um, and I'm afraid once again it's quite a lot of information. Right. I mean, I can. I can just. I, he's had problems with the kidnap of Casper the Snake and right. recovering Casper from um, the fat lass, and also he's got himself a new job at Derby County. I, yeah, that's um, quite unfortunate, isn't it? For Derby County, for everybody. Well. Look, I'll try and get through it as quick as I can. Do you Please want me? do. I'm, I, I, right. So, he's had the message from the fat lass saying she's kidnapped Casper the Snake, right? Yeah. He, get, he gets home. There's a note written on uh, uh, home for him, written on the back of a KFC bucket lid, right? Demanding that Steve meets her at Trafford Retail Park in, where the Wicks is. Um, Steve goes in his clown car, obviously. She's got the Octavia. So, he hammers it down the M62. Honk, 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 honk. Get out of my way, you silly Rodney Plonkers. Casper's being kidnapped. Honk, honk, honk. Hair Island blowing all over the place, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll get, cut the shot. He, he gets in the car park, sees the car. He knows the fat lass is in there because the windows are all steamed up with condensation, you know? Yeah. Pulls, pulls open the door. Where is he? Where's my Casper, you nasty bastard? Oh, calm down. Shut up. Stop acting fucking hard, man. Yes, love, he says. <laughs> So he gets in the car. She's eat, she's eating a large cod and chips with a fish cake, battered sausage, mushy peas, a mince and potato pie, and a gherkin. And she says, "There's a tracker bar in the glove compartment for you if you want it." She says, "Right, I'll shorten this. This is how it's going to be." Big Sam has moved to the West Indies. She wants to be with him, or at least near him, and she yeah. wants £200,000 so she can move out there. She says, don't fuck me about, or else... He hasn't Ca- got that much. Exactly. Casper's a goner. And he says, but I haven't got £200,000. Now, I, I can handily leave that story. I'll tell you that next week. So he's had this demand for £200,000, yeah. right? So now we switch. Massive week for Steve. And he's got an interview at Derby County for the vacant manager's job, right? Yeah. He, get, he gets to the iPro in his clown's car, 
gets out of the car, puts the steering wheel in the boot, winds down the ejector chair, you know, picks the door up off the floor. There's a doorman there. Hello, Mr. McLaren. Nice clown's car. Could I take your hat and coat for you? He says, I'm not wearing a hat. That's my hair island. It's my hair island. A fella says, oh, it must have got blown about a bit in the car. Looks more like a hedgehog. A hedgehog. Don't be a Rodney Plunker. It's a hair island, honestly. So he's taken to the waiting room outside the boardroom, sits by the radiator, radiator to warm up. It's a bit like Alan Sugar's place in there, Andy. You know, the lady at the desk, sofas and that. Yeah. But he's worried about his air island, you know. So he goes to the loo to apply some island tamer, right? That he, he's got it in a tub. He makes it himself, right? Called yeah. the island tamer. Um, he uses, do you know that like juice you get on a ketchup bottle when it's dried up a bit at the top, like waxy... Yeah. Sort of residue. The stuff it, that makes you gag. Yeah, he gets the, he, he, he mixes that with a bit of um, the juice from a tin of mackerel, right? But, honestly, Steve's look sometimes, it's a, such a shame, in it? But it's got a bit runny from being next to the radiator. And when he puts it on, it kind of br- brings all the hair on his island together to a point. He's like, oh, bloody hell, he thinks. What a bloody shame. But he's, you know, never mind, whatever. Well, he's in there. Um, and he sees Will Hughes, by the way. Sorry, whilst he was in there, he saw Will Hughes and Chris Martin dressed in white jumpsuits. But I won't, <laughs> I won't go, Andy, I'm not going to go into that at the moment because there isn't time, all right? He settles down <laughs> He settles down into uh, the waiting area, has a nibble on a tracker bar, right? Meanwhile, in the boardroom, the chairman, Mel Morris, is interviewing Sean Dyche for the job. Uh-oh. Yeah. And there's a specially commissioned carpet on the boardroom floor. You know, like, it's got a huge depiction of a, of the Derby Ram, you know, their their mascot. Yeah. So Mel's asking him what he thinks of the iPro Stadium. Dice says, I very much like it. I like the design. I very much like the contrast between the black and white seats. I think the stadium very much helps to create tremendous atmosphere. Only thing I don't like is some of the frou-frou. You know, the pictures of the sheep on the big windows or this daft sheep carpet on the floor. It gives out very much the wrong message. Well, Mel, Mel flips his, his lid. He says, I just had that put in last week. Go on, you can fuck off. Trying to tell me, trying to tell me how to decorate my office. Go on, fuck yourself. 442 style, you ugly twat. You're as bad as Pearson. He was a heathen as well. <laughs> so, Daish. Leaves the room all red and puffed up like like a Chinese steam cleaner, fully at work, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. On a deadline and that. Gives Steve, you know, that cutting throat motion as if to say, watch out, yeah. it's, fo- it's bad in there. Right. Last says, Mr. Um, <coughs> Mr. McLaren, Mr. Morris will see you now. So he walks in. Um, hello, Mel. Nice to see you. He's got, you know, that swagger that he puts on. Yeah. Hello. It's slightly Californian. Hello, Mel. Nice to see you. Hello, Steve. I see you sporting a hair javelin. He <laughs> says, no, Mel, it's just me hair, Lance. A long story. So, Steve, what do you think about coming back here to the iPro? But Andy, Steve's not listening. He started to shake and he's having trouble breathing. Really? He, yeah, he falls onto the floor onto his knees and like tears are forming in his eye his eyes and his hands rubbing on the carpet. He says, Mel, 
Look at it. It's hand-tufted and knotted with a silken worsted blended wool. I've not seen such quality outside the presidential suite at the Quatabari Bari Hotel in Dubai. Oh, look at the sheen on the ram insert. Oh, my God, Mel, look at the scroll work on the ram's horns. Fuck me, Mel. Is the border detail finished in bamboo silk? It can't oh, be. It's talking ju- Mel's language, isn't he? It just can't be. And he starts rubbing his hair island against the carpet. Yes, Steve, says Mel. It's bamboo silk with 100% and twisted yarn. Thank God you're back, Steve. Someone who understands this club, who appreciates carpeting is more important than football. That's what this club needs. The job's yours if you want it. Well, Steve says, I do, Mel. Only two conditions. I want a carpet like this in my office and I want to choose my own assistant. How much are you willing to pay up front for the assistant of my choice, Mel? £200,000, says Mel. Perfect. £200,000. With a big smile on his face, Steve says, it's a deal, Mel. It's a deal. Do you see where I'm coming? I see where the two two sections are joining together, yeah. Yeah. He's going to get that (laughs) £200,000 and he's going to give it to the fat lass, isn't he? But, is he? I don't know. Am I reading this wrong? What, you mean? And he's going to make Casper the Snake assistant manager at Derby exactly. County? Exactly, yeah. Well, you'll have to find out. We'll find out next week. You'll Can I just find- pitch a couple of ideas to you to try and get some money out of you, Bob? Yeah, of course. 200,000. Yeah. Uh, I want 200,000 for this one. Yeah. For uh, 7% of the business. Skips for teenagers. Tell me a little bit more. Like a standard skip. Yep. You know, as you'd, you'd hire outside your house. But a little bit smaller because teenagers are, you know, three-quarter size mm-hmm. of the rest of us. Uh, but not an ordinary skip. Some graffiti maybe on the sides to keep them amused. Yeah. Maybe some portholes that they can look into the yeah. skips and what's st- in. I'd like to stop you there, Andy. No, no. I, I don't right. want you to stop me there. <laughs> Special bits where they can do brass rubbins, like garden birds on the sides. Right. So they combine skips... Waste disposal with a teenage hobby such as brass rubbing. Can I stop you there? You stop me now, yeah. All oh, right, no, fuck that. It's shite. The it, it, it skips are for putting rubbish in. Not a living in, Andy. I think you've got an entirely wrong idea. No, they still put rubbish in, but the, the, it's a kind of a more interactive twenty first century style skip. They can have a look through the portholes and see what they've put in. Oh. See how it's fallen. Okay, there's a germ of an idea there, but. I don't like you, so I'm afraid I'm out. <laughs> um, erotic shipping forecasts. Yes, such as? Pay-per-view on the internet, like the shipping forecast, but done like, so the, the forecasters have got underpants with like ships on, and the lasses are wearing bras, and they've got waves on them. Not bad. Well, what, how much are you valuing this company? 200 grand. So fuck that. I'd value that company at, f- at four bottles of that Quattro drink. I've got, hang on, I've got I've got something written down here. Um, outdoor cutlery. Nice. That's all I've got on that one. Oh, well, come back to me because, yeah, I've, right. that's, that's piqued me interest a little oh, bit. Oh, I've yeah. got something. Yeah. It's all right then. Thanks. Can we just quickly nip across to the Secret Soccer Superstar? Ah, yes, please. Our correspondent, it's been International Week for the last three weeks, it seems now, uh, and he wants to talk about what happens back at the clubs during National Week. Nice, can't wait. 
Before I played for England myself, I used to really enjoy international breaks because all the top, top players would go off and do their international stuff and the rest of us, well, training wasn't the same as usual because there was only about four or five of us, so we got to take in board games and then one day we'd have a sports day, so it was a much more relaxed atmosphere around the ground and it used to be really cool. One of the things I didn't like quite so much was you had to go around to the houses of the players that were away on international duty and you have to close the curtains on a night and then open the curtains for them on the morning, you know, and sometimes you'd leave the radio on for them so no burglars would think they were away, even though they were away on international duty and it was like in the papers and that. Also as well, they would leave you a list of the programmes they wanted taping while they were away because some of them couldn't program the video recorders properly, so you had to do that as well, and that was quite tedious. I remember one time one of the top, top players at my club, he wanted us to tape the snooker for him, but there was like 15 hours of it on, so I had to go out and buy a pack of four video tapes, and then he never gave us the money back, so I, um, I poured some acid in his shoes. Interesting. Mm. Didn't Inter- know that, did you? Interesting, Andy. And fascinating. I feel I shouldn't say any more, but interesting. So you've do this show on the radio, Andy. What's it called? I have. On somehow, somehow I've landed a show on Talksport called The Late Tackle on a Saturday night, 10pm till midnight, also available as a podcast. Okay, well, all right, fuck the adverts. I'm j- I, there's a point I'm asking you here. Oh, all right. It's because I saw that you tweeted that you wanted to know what was the best... You're going to try and decide what's the best service station in um, the UK, yeah? Best motorway services, yeah. Yeah, well... You got I, one. N- well, no, it's not a case I've ever got one. It's a case of it's a point... Of set- the best service station is Fleet Service Station. Anyone who travels the, the motorways knows this to be true. Where's that, then? That's on the M3. Um, it's in a woodland setting, outdoor and on indoor eating. Yeah, it's got it's the only service station in the country that has, but has a KFC, a McDonald's, and a Burger King. Wow! Under the same roof, it That's had the holy triumvirate, isn't it? It had the first um, drive-through uh, Starbucks. Um, it's got the Greg Mills uh, walkway. Who's so Greg Mills? I think I don't know who Greg Mills is, but that's what it's called. <laughs> is it not called the Greg Mills? Do you know? Am I wrong? Do you mean there? the Scott Mills? Scott Mills walkway for the Radio One fella. Yeah, it's got. Uh, it, do you know it also has a subway under the motorway? Right. I mean, can you imagine, Andy? Have, so, have I, you got a preferred side, north or southbound? Well, I don't know if you do. You know much about Fleet? I've never been to Fleet. It's just the south, isn't it? It's just all a big, massive fuck all, as far as I'm concerned. No, it's north and south. It's got it's got a, it's got a subway and it's got um, a, a bridge overwards as well, covered bridge. You're not going to get wet at Fleet. That comes when you say it's got a subway. Do you mean a sandwich shop or a tunnel that goes under the ground or both? It's got both, Andy. Jesus. Usually, when it comes to Fleet services, the answer is both. The, right. um, it also has a unique feature, which is you can also in your car. Switch sides of the motorway, Andy. You can switch sides. If you're going north, you can switch and go south via a service road that you're not allowed to go by. But because it's a private road, the road mm-hmm. the road signs saying that you mustn't go down them have no legal effect. 
I could go on, Andy. What all I'm trying. I, to... I've I've heard they've put bollards up now on that road. Yeah, but these bollards are occasionally ineffective. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Depends <laughs> on what you're driving, doesn't it? No, because they're, they're, they're still using. So anyway, let's not go on about you. Well, yeah, for, you've obviously got a soft spot for it. But in 2011, Visit England rated the northbound services as three stars and the southbound side as four stars. Who did? Visit England. It's part of the National Trust or something. Yeah. Has it improved since then? No, well, Visit England can go and sit on the tits. Right. Okay, well, I look forward to seeing what you decide, although if it isn't fleet, then the thing's a farce. Right. How long have we been uh, been going? It's going to go to a public vote anyway, so, you know, just because you've got an opinion, that means nout. Yeah, well, I've got a block vote, all right. Have we got anything else to say to each other, do you think? I just wanted a quick game of the numbers game. Go on then, I don't know. It's increasingly popular. It's almost as popular as the Killer Clowns. Um, can you think of a number between 9 and 17? Yes, do I tell you it? Yes, tell me now. 14. 14. So we count back to 14 years from now. That'll be 2002. I need another number between 1 and 12. I'll just go for 2. 2. That's so second month of the year is February. February 2002. I need another number between 1 and 28. Possibly 29. It might have been a leap year. I'm not sure. So we'll just stick with 28. All right, I'll say it's 22. 22. Right, Bob, on the 22nd of February... 2002, were you mostly a total bell end or a thundering shit pipe? Um, on that particular day, Andy, I was it a, was a Tuesday. It, I was a bell end, yeah. You were a bell end, yeah. Yeah, I gotta I be think, honest, yeah. It's safe to assume you would have been, isn't it? Really, thank you for that, Gay. I understand it, but I hope it's helped you somehow. It has, yeah. Made me feel a lot better. You got anything else? Well, how long have we been going, we've been going Andy? Cause oh, I've, we've gone on for nearly 40 minutes. Well, I've got a Scottish song, but I can serve it up if you want. Do you want to give us the first couple of lines from it? It's a teaser. This is the tale of Stuart McDermott, a tall, wiry boy of little conversation, but plenty thought. Not lonely, but always on his own. All right, that's enough. Okay, well, I'll deal with that next week if we'll there's have time. We'll that next week, yeah, lovely. Thanks very much for coming along. Thanks for having us. See you, Andy. Cheers, bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.